0: This one's rolling. This is rolling. Good morning, Mrs. Strawberry, and good morning, Mrs. Slippage. My name is Shane Dumchuk. My guest this episode is Genoa Balin, a.k.a. Genoa Any Good Jokes, uh, one of my brand-new friends from this summer's Canadian Fringe Tour, and we're going to try make the world a better place one word at a time. Our word this week is slippage, but before we jump into that, this podcast goes for 25 minutes, and I want to know Genoa... It's time for some home truths. How is your head? How is your heart? And how is your tummy?
1: Oh, uh, well, I'll start with my tummy. My okay, tummy. sure. A controversial movie, starting with the tummy. <laughs> starting down down low. Um, the, the, tummy, the tummy is destroyed. I've been, <laughs> I've been on tour since uh, the beginning of July. Yeah. I haven't been home and I haven't really been cooking for myself and I've just been eating whatever and drinking a lot of coffee and I drinking a lot I, of beer. And I
0: think I've cooked for myself twice in the I, last three yeah, months. Yeah, I think that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah,
1: And I always, um, especially near the end of the tour, near the beginning of the tour I would start to be good, I'd get to my billets house, yeah. uh, I'd uh, I'd uh, settle in, I'd buy some rice, yeah. make some vegetables yeah. and then... Uh, you think this
0: is the year I'm really going to take care of myself. I thought that was going to be this year and honestly I did pretty good for the first month. Yeah. And then it, it all kind of went off the... Usually you's, you's,
1: I'll start off pretty well at, at, a, at a city. Yeah. And then, like, cook for myself for maybe the first three days and then...
0: And then you start to get busy and you have more errands to run and things come up and you just don't have time. Yeah. So, are you looking forward to getting home and just eating healthy food again?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or at least, uh, yeah. Just <laughs> having, having more... Having my own kitchen, I think. Having just, a bit more control. Yeah, that's right. Great. Okay, um, so that's tummy. tummy. So, if
0: you had to give it a score out of 10... Oh man, <laughs> that's a three. Oh, <laughs> I think that might be the lowest we've ever had on the podcast. On a tummy for a tummy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oof. That, well, maybe
1: maybe I'm being exaggerated a little bit. I, no, you, you give it whatever you got to um, give it. Let's see, and then uh, I'll skip up to my. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna skip up to my head now. Okay, all right. I see. I see where this bit. is going. And um, uh, my head, my head is good it, today. This morning, definitely. Um, had to lie down and just collect my thoughts a little bit trying to organize everything for the trip home because I've got seven maybe like 50 hours of driving to do oh man and uh want to see as many people as possible so I was trying to like map out where I could stop for the different periods of time yeah yeah and um so but besides that my head feels clear and I, I think like doing that helped me uh get back in the game a little bit and then um also, oh, a score for my head. I gonna give my head a, an 8.5. 8.5 is a pretty damn good head
0: score for yeah. the end of a fringe show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, fe- I'm feeling good. I guess you've also had like a couple of days to kind of debrief
1: and relax.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've been avoiding it. My heart. I want to know where your heart's oh, at, man, Janela.
1: Um, my heart. Yeah, I I feel, um... My heart, my heart, I feel like my heart, like, oscillates a lot. and goes really mm-hmm. goes up and down. Yeah. Um, I think, uh... I'm definitely feeling lonely yeah. um, I've made a lot of wonderful connections on this tour and uh, not that there's anything any person in particular at home that I'm like waiting to reconnect with it's not it's not like it's not like being at home is gonna be any more connected I sure. guess than yeah. being out here um, but yeah just like.
0: I don't know <laughs> It's uh, tough as well. Like I think it's it's a hard being away from home. It's hard touring solo, which I've sort of done on and off this this festival. Yeah, you do you do get quite lonely. You have this amazing network of people around you, but then as soon as it's kind of all over and everybody's on their buses and on their plans and on their cars home, you, you have this kind of weird like end of end of the school holidays right. feeling. You know, you're like oh I can't believe we have to go back to school tomorrow, and I don't get to play with my friends anymore.
1: Yeah, no, except I'm... your school is just you by yourself. <laughs> the other the other day we went to the hot springs with a couple of performers and um and that was really fun and i felt super connected there and then the next morning i felt lonely again so it sort of feels like it goes up and down yeah so i'm gonna give my heart a 6.3. 6.3.
0: Okay, that's not too bad. No. I've heard worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm But okay. Um,
1: we've always got Facebook for yeah. the,
0: ni- for the <laughs> nine months until we get to hang out again, Phew. right? Yeah? Uh, okay, well that is your head heart, homie. That's your three-point check. I want to know now, you get to ask me a truth question. Now this, uh, I'll give you as honest an answer as I can. It can be ridiculous, it can be silly, it can be serious. That's 100% up to you what do you want to ask.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess the I think I think I'm in a pretty serious mode at the moment. Sure. The the question that I'm going to ask is: I wanted to know if you could. I want. I'm asking you to relate an experience uh, of an where you had an ideal or something (laughs) the the way that you thought something should be, Uh and your uh, transition into the world of reality around that ideal. Ooh,
0: shit! That's a big. Question.
1: Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to come back to that? You no, want to like I... talk and then come back to that, or do you want
0: to? No. Look, I think I can. I can tackle that. If you've seen my my show, uh, Love Songs for Future Girl, yeah, uh, which is a, a Zach Adams show, which is the one of my Zach Adams shows that is the cl- only one that has any like of my real stories in it. You know, all the other ones are completely fabricated, fictionalized stories. This is the only one that has like elements of my real life in it. And that sh- that show starts with this this horrible tour I went on and like everything just went wrong and all I wanted to do was get home to my, my partner at the time this was fucking 10 years ago and the, I got back and the first thing I did was went to see her and then she broke up with me right. on that day like that that part of the story is true and that that moment was this like I had, had this like always had this like romanticised idealised notion about the one that there's this one perfect person out there for everyone and I thought that I had found her. and then like that was kind of just thrown out the window because I was like well if she's not the one then what the heck yeah what the heck were those you know two years about so that was that was kind of one of those weird reality checks and I'm sure everyone's had that exact moment but then you you know you, you grow up a little bit and you learn you know there's probably more than one one out there for everybody or, or that person probably wasn't the one and you just haven't found them yet or you know maybe the notion of the one is a, an outdated an outdated thing It's it's a nice idea but I think you know when you find someone that's great you find someone that's great but uh, who is it Tim Tim Minchin has a, a fantastic song about his wife um, and it's basically like if I hadn't met you, I would have met somebody yeah, else. Yeah. If I didn't you know, have you, yeah, because like the <laughs> I you know, love it's that like, song. yeah, it's very it's brilliant. Look it up. I'll uh, I'll put a link to it in the, uh, on the the page for this. So yeah, I think that's my that's my answer. My, my ideally, someone else would do. Someone else I, would do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because of like the, what are the odds of you know at the exact point in time in that exact university on that exact day I met the person? I was to the summer, like, like, the else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a very funny song. Uh, Tim Minchin, he's very good. Sometimes I get called the poor man's Tim Minchin. And I will take that every single time as a compliment. Four minutes to now. You picked a word uh, for the show. Well, remind me of the word again. The word oh. I picked was slippage. Yeah. Slippage. Uh, this is one of the more unusual uh, descriptive words we've had
1: on the podcast so far. Why did you pick the word slippage? Uh, why did it Why did it pop into your head? You know, it wasn't definitely wasn't the first word that came to mind. It was like way down the list, okay. and I D- skipped can over. I, can some we other hear ones. some that
0: didn't uh, didn't quite
1: make the cut? Yeah, yeah. Balance was oh, kind okay. of one, yeah. and that just felt a little too. I don't know, like. I didn't. I didn't. Felt too, like, obviously metaphorical. I guess. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um. And um. Yeah, I think that. I don't remember the other ones that I went through. But okay, balance. I remember being the first word that so popped. So going in my from head. Right, like that, <laughs> you went
0: from balance to slippage. You're like, okay, just keeping things on the edge, keeping things balanced, keeping things in check, not falling over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. slippage. <laughs> or slip, slippage <laughs> is falling over. I don't know. Have you found um, that there's been a lot of um, oh. slippage in any kind of physical or emotional way in this last couple of months? Um,
1: yeah. Well. I, yeah. I, I think that that just feels like the process that I often go through is I start off with, like, some really strong opinions about something. Yeah. And then uh, it's slowly my uh, actual abilities or, or like, organization comes into play and I'm not able to keep up that facade or whatever, like, ideal that I had. Yeah. And and I just, I wanted, I picked that word because I wanted to both, like, look at it a little bit and also celebrate it too because I think it doesn't always get like honoured as a, as a good process to like sort of let things slip away a little bit
0: yeah I mean it kind of takes takes us back to the truth question you asked and my answer that like you know you can plan things as far ahead in advance as you can but you never know what the ground's going to be like yeah and sometimes you slip
1: into an unexpectedly good
0: uh, place you know
1: yeah yeah and I, I feel um I mean, especially especially around performance. Like, I ha- I think I have very high expectations of what my, how my show feels. Like, yeah. I, I've had I've had experiences of when my show feels like it went really really well, like when I've had a good show, mm-hmm. and then I want that again and again and again. And the reality is that after, when you're close to fifty shows into a, a tour, yeah. doing that show fifty times, like right. almost every day, you can't have that that like good feeling about yeah. the show the entire
0: time. Sometimes something. That, you know, that was once your, your proudest uh, moment your proudest your favourite child which sometimes sort of like a weird just like a, oh, not this not this again I know I felt there yeah uh, for some context as well your show that you've been doing this summer it's called Spins right. it's, a, it's a circus show there's unicycling in it there's juggling a little bit of magic and a lot of whimsy <laughs> I would say a lot of whimsy <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's it's a sh- it's a show that is like kind of physically strenuous. So it's yeah. almost impossible to get it right every single time. Yeah. And it's also like comedic. So the ti- timing is really important and you have to have a relationship with the audience in order for it to work. I mean, yeah, and I like think- all of those things are pretty precarious and they they all like all of them are going to fall yeah at some point. I think I
0: think you're you're at an advantage at the, you're, you're a very um enigmatic and charming performer. So that when something does go wrong should it go wrong like I think the audience is very forgiving of that
1: because mm. it's kind of it feels yeah, like yeah, it feels yeah.
0: like a, it almost feels like it's part of it a lot of the right time. right um, it's like occasionally like in oh, very occasionally I have to say you know I'll hit a hit a bung note in the guitar or, or with my voice and like you know if you're charming enough you kind of get away with it yeah I'll pull a bit of a face let the <laughs> acknowledge to the audience like yeah I fucked up a bit I'm human and they're like that yeah sometimes sometimes you get two stars
1: a two star review, and yeah, that's the other thing is I think at the beginning of this tour I really, I like really wanted to build buzz as I went along, and, yeah. I, and I feel like I did that in a certain extent, but it didn't lead to the kind of houses that I wanted to have by the end of the tour. Like I wanted, I wanted to feel like I had sort of like grown my audience as I went along, and that didn't really happen. Yeah, and that's okay. It, like, yeah. and it, but it, I was that was definitely like a disappointment for me, and felt like a, a slippage of. Of like wanting to be a certain place by the end of this sure
0: um, yeah it's hard on the fringe tour to set any kind of real expectation because it's always changing like I've had years that have been very the show's done very successful in some cities and the next city just kind of not bombs it doesn't you know same thing like doesn't quite reach those peaks it doesn't lift up to where you think it deserves to be mm. and it's kind of weird just having those expectations and having to deal with that dealing with ego. I guess mm, yeah, do you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. your ego plays into it oh into totally it yeah, it's yeah, hard yeah. not to right like you try not to but it's, <laughs> thank you for it's, bringing that it's word always up. there
1: it's always gonna be yeah there. And, and, uh, it's like I'm uh, it's it's almost bittersweet sometimes to go to a show that's doing really well yeah and it's like oh I feel s- I'm so happy for this person yeah this is such a good show and I'm so happy for the success success that they're getting yeah and I want that
0: And I, yeah I want it too <laughs> yum yum I want a piece of the pie <laughs> yeah please because um, it's hard. You can be like the most down to earth and you know humble performer, but at the end of the day, you're still going on stage. You're putting a piece of your yourself on the stage and presenting it for people, and saying, "Here I am. This is what I have to offer." And then I get to go, "Nah," or "Yeah, we liked it," or "Yeah, we loved it."
1: Especially for I, I don't know if you. I don't think did you have a director on your show really, or like Not, like you wrote your show and you yeah, like wrote I've, the music and you.
0: I have so many fingers in this fucking pie this yeah. year. There's there's a lot more in stake, you know, I don't have to go, oh they didn't like the direction, so that's someone else's fault. It's like yeah. Oh they didn't like direction, so that's also my fault. They didn't like the music, that's also my fault. They didn't like the acting, also my fault. So yeah. Yeah. They didn't like the poster, also my fault. <laughs> that's the thing about being a fringe artist, man. You sometimes you gotta be a one man band. Yeah. Did you have much of a team uh, working on this show with you?
1: No. I I didn't. Uh, It really is like, I mean, I had people, I had a lot of support in the, um, in the just like building of the show and chances to put it on stage and things like that, but not a lot of input into the show as a, as an artistic entity, I Uh guess. Like, I, I mean, I got a lot of opportunities in terms of getting residencies or, or, um, like reaching out to people and help having them help me find venues and things like that. But the actual artistic part of it is mostly me. And like, um, yeah, that's something I'm thinking about a lot is trying to figure out how to have outside eyes on the show. Yeah. To like consistently to, to like say, Hey, this is working. This isn't working. Let's, let's try to make those shifts. But it comes
0: back to ego again and then finding those people that you trust yep. their opinions and you respect their opinions. Because I know I've, I've had the same thing where I've had people come in and have said, mm, maybe not this, and I'm like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. and it's, I don't know, there's a little bit of a stubbornness there it, about it, not letting go of your babies. Huge. You know? It's huge. It's hard. So,
1: It's so huge. I, yeah, I had to... So I just... I was very proud of myself. I wrote in the last like week of tour, I wrote a grant and um, like finished it in and yeah. yeah I was really excited about myself for doing that because it, it seems like a uh, 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 organizational uh, accomplishment yeah, <laughs> to have done that at the end and um, and the re- grant that I wrote was to try to get some like a friend of mine to come and direct my, um, a new show that I'm making spins two yeah. electric
0: boogaloo <laughs> Um, so, uh, now that you have a little bit of downtime when you get back home or get back to wherever you end up next, um, what are you going to do to kind of just chill out, relax and kind of just either get the, uh, the heart, tummy and brain numbers up again, Mm. or just let your body just kind
1: of just turn into water for a bit. (laughs) You know, I, I actually think, I don't know. What do you do for kicks? I guess is what I'm asking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if relax really does that for me. I think I need to like reorg, like get back and make things reorg, like reorganize my life a little bit. I think we like-
0: might be slightly kindred spirits. Yeah. I'm much the way. Like I've got a week off when I get back and I know I'm not going to spend that time relaxing yeah. I'm going to spend one day relaxing mm-hmm. I'll like oh I'll watch some Netflix or whatever and listen listen to some music and then I'm like it's okay time to clean and reorganize the apartment and there's probably some grants I could be working on and just building up and getting ready for the next tour because it never fucking ends yeah
1: well you're going almost on tour almost immediately almost after, immediately yeah. <laughs> I have
0: about a month before I go on tour again wow. and then and then I've got the Perth fringe and then Adelaide fringe coming after after that and then that all finishes and, I like, hopefully come back to Canada again next year. Yeah.
1: And we do it all again. <laughs> um, for me, the next thing is um, I have to um, – uh, my teaching gig starts up, so I teach a group of unicyclists, like, young uh, – it's an after-school program. It's do you really get them amazing.
0: to start on just a regular bike and then work <laughs> down to one wheel? No, 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 no.
1: Oh, no, we jump them <laughs> into the deep oh, end. that's crazy. <laughs> um and uh, usually they, they start off with somebody holding their hand, yeah, and walking them out. But um, pretty pretty quickly they want to go off and do it on their own. And um, yeah, so um, my that's sort of my next project is starting that up again, and mm-hmm. um, also like. Diving back into the creative process for new new material and like older material that I want to rework and things like that.
0: Can you give us a scoop for any thing that might be happening next year? Mm. Do you know what your next show is? Is it going to be in the same vein or is it going to be something completely different?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I know that I I haven't made a de- s- definitive decision about whether I would tour in this context again or to like what extent, but I know that if I do the show that I'll bring is uh, one in which. Um, The idea is that I teach the audience to juggle during the show. So there's like little breaks along the way for people to come up and and try juggling scarves. Oh, cool. Um, And I think that could be... I've tried that out a couple of times, um, and it's worked pretty well. Uh, The thing about working in my home city is that, like, for for example, the shows that I've done there with that show in particular, which I call Messes, um, is... uh, the audience has almost entirely been made up of my students, so they already already they already know me, ah, and cool. it's a little it's a little it's like uh, a whole
0: audience of plants,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're kind of like primed to enjoy what I'm doing. Great. So I need to figure out how to put that in front of audiences that don't. You like, better clap and cheer, or you get an F. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that would be the next the next tour. Do you think anyone
0: can learn to juggle? Yes, because I. I went to circus school for a year And I still can't do it I can juggle scarves Yeah uh, But I can't juggle I can juggle like I can do like three laps of balls max And then I'm done I'm <laughs> I lose confidently <laughs> Free count hmm. Interesting it, The process goes like this Okay, just remember yeah, Left, right, left, right Just don't look at it Just stay <laughs> focused And um, I did it Oh, I'm <laughs> panicking And um, they're gone Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, straight-
1: Huh um when you say you went to circus school, like you went to a cir- a circus school. Yeah, I went oh, to or... a
0: physical theater school and we did we did circus and we did aerial and oh, a whole cool. bunch of stuff. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people know that about me, but no, yeah. I, I
1: had no idea. Yep. Um I well in an alternative timeline. <laughs> I'm a carny. <laughs> uh yes. I I maybe that's just me being optimistic, but I think I think most people can learn to juggle. I mean you do you can do it for a little bit. A little bit. And yeah. um uh like beyond that think if you really wanted to you just you spend the time no yeah if i really i could i could make the
0: effort i couldn't unicycle either Those are the two skills that i don't have
1: okay unicycling is incredibly difficult yeah and, like really takes a lot of time to learn it so. seems that way uh i would definitely that that's that's one uh that too much
0: potential for slippage yep huh exactly yeah I'm bringing it yeah, yeah yeah see what i did there <laughs> yep um have you ever had any uh any accidents like, physically, in your circus uh, times? Um, fallen off stilts, fallen off a unicycle, fallen off a
1: trapeze, <laughs> fallen onto somebody. Uh, yeah, tons. Uh, I, I would say I'm pretty... Like, the stuff that I do, for the most part, isn't that. Um, there's In the circus world, the things that I do aren't that dangerous. Yeah. And I think it, like, looks pretty dangerous to people that aren't in the world that I live in. Yeah. But I am um, but feel relatively conservative and, like... In terms of ha- how I extend myself, right, physically, um, so I, I I do try to like in my show. There's a, a spin on the unicycle that I do that uh, always falls off, and a lot of the patterns are supposed to fall. That's kind of the aesthetic that I'm going for. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, uh, it's like all of an accident. <laughs> uh, but I've never I've never actually never broken a bone. It's um, great touch of wood. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm. I feel confident enough in the skills that I'm working on, in my like knowledge of the mechanics of my body and mm-hmm. uh, how to interact my body with the apparatus. To keep myself relatively safe, my students have had some accidents sometimes, and but nothing, nothing major. Nothing that you had to go to court 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 for.
0: No. (laughs) Uh, So we've talked a little bit about uh, heads, hearts, tummies, uh, egos, being on tour, isolation, loneliness, and uh, sort of emotional and sometimes physical slippage. How do you think, relating to all the things we talked about, how do you think we can make the world a better place? It's a big question. It's a big question. We have three and a half minutes to tackle it. <laughs> um, and some of, these, yeah. some of these things can be like on a very person-to-person level. Some people dream big. Uh, for me, a lot of the time, I think it's about finding human connections with people and making those connections positive so that it sort of branches off from there. and it's, you know, Tolerance. And being aware of other
1: people's potential for slippage, maybe? Yeah. Um, Knowing that we've all been there? Yeah, I guess I'd say that... Um, I, well, the, the the thing about like slippage is I think there's like a there's a weird time frame involved that you like sometimes you get from point A to point B and really don't know how you got there like, yeah. uh, and um, it seems that the the slipping can um, I don't know uh, I I, th- I I guess what I want to say is that I I want to try to like be aware of where. <laughs> where I start like where I started and then where I slipped to. Yep. And and allow allow for that. Like be kind to myself around it and also acknowledge that other people are going through that same like process of going towards disorder. Sure. And, and there's, there's other people we're as all, well. Like, that, fighting against it in some way. Or... Yeah,
0: you might you might slip from point A to point B. Other people somehow, even without trying, seem to get from point A to point C mm. and they skip point B altogether and some yeah. people are like, well hey hey, that's that's not fair. <laughs> But knowing that we're all, you know, essentially, it's not a race, it's a marathon, we're all running it at the same time. Yeah. And it's not a competition, we can be there to help each other up, should someone sleep, should someone fall, or we can run away, or we can run to catch up. Mm. you got to decide where you want to be in that marathon, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a
0: metaphorical marathon, I'm not going <laughs> to run in a race. <laughs> you know, no, we're tired. I'm we're tired, I've been a run the tour. on the road, I'm, I'm not a marathon. I'm filled with beer, I don't have time for this. <laughs>
1: Take an airplane. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: take a plane (laughs) to point D. You guys can meet me there. However, you choose to get there.
1: Point D is in Australia. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) It's all right. The weather's gonna be picking up
1: by the time I get home. Um, Yeah, I I think just like yeah, I I tend to be a kind of a person that has high expectations both of myself and maybe of other people. And uh, watching myself uh, navigate those expectations has given me a lot more compassion for allowing other people to navigate that same those same uh intricacies yeah uh and i feel like i feel like i've gotten to a point uh where i'm able to like really support people in um in letting themselves uh like become the become whatever they become (laughs) yeah
0: i like that it's, there's, there's some sort of, there's a joy to the simplicity of that, even though that's actually quite an intricate uh, thought process. Uh, Genoa, I just got to say it's been an absolute pleasure talking today and a pleasure to get to know you over the last couple of months. We've been on tour together since, since the start of June. Yeah. It is now almost the end of September. Yeah. Uh, this podcast, it goes for 25 minutes. Uh, there's about 10 seconds left. Is right. there anything you want to say?
1: Uh, Shane... I've returned return that statement. It's been wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you've taught me. I'll see you at the end of the next slip. Down the road. perfect